Hi everyone, welcome to the show today. My name is John Drummond or Yang Haolin. Hi, 大家好，欢迎回到 NG 英文。我是 Stephanie。今天的来宾 Jenny 来自英国，但已经在台湾居住数年了。那是一位发展策略师以及文案作家 ，copywriter。接下来就让我们来欢迎 Jenny。What's up, everyone? Welcome to the NG English Show. I am joined today by the wonderful Jenny. Jenny is originally from the UK, but has been living out in Taiwan for a few years now. Jenny is a business development strategist, a copywriter, a lifelong learner, and so much more. So, everyone, please welcome Jenny. Hi. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so thank much you. for joining us on the NG Ingwen Show. Yeah, thank you for having me. I've been seeing how active you have been on LinkedIn and just really respecting the the hustle. Thank Res- you. <laughs> respecting the hustle that you have, and and you know, going out and and freelancing right now as you're doing and finding new clients, and so respect. Thank you very much. <laughs> Love it. So I was hoping you could give our audience here a little introduction. Who is the woman, the myth, the legend, Miss Jenny? <laughs> yeah. Well, my name's Jenny, as you said. <laughs> said it a few we've, times. Yeah, now, right? we've gathered that right. <laughs> okay. I'm originally from the UK. I've been here in Taiwan, in Taichung, actually, for almost five years. Yeah, and I've recently started branching out as a freelance translator,、um, copywriter. And yeah, marketer. You know, we'll dive into kind of all the languages that you do speak, but you've really been focusing on a lot of European companies、mm-hmm. trying to enter into Asia or Asian companies entering into Europe and North America. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. So that's my background. So I've got a business development background. Previously, I worked in Germany, and that was helping German clients expand into China and Asia. And then I was also helping Chinese and other Asian companies expand over into Europe as well. So it's always been my background. It's always been what I do. So it's it's so cool. And so yeah, can you give us Kind of a high level、mm-hmm. of, of what does that look like? What are companies thinking about when they try to quote unquote enter a new market?、Mm-hmm. Yeah, it depends on what they're looking for. Really, of course, it's different for every company in every industry. For example, if a European company wants to go to China, then perhaps they'll be looking at procurement. So they'll be looking at getting things maybe a little bit cheaper or products a little bit more of a higher quality. So it really just depends. Yeah,、uh, they may have a ready product that they already want to、um, sell and promote, and they just want somebody to help them do that. So it's all about handholding, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah and that, guiding that, them through the process. Right, right, and it makes me think too, kind of about such a value add you have is how you're using your language and just your cultural understanding of, you know, hey, maybe we should rephrase this marketing strategy because it's a little, you know, it makes more sense in this language versus. You know, some direct way we might do it in in Europe or North America, is that right? Yeah, I think that's the challenge and also the joy as well that I get out of it.、Um, you know, there's a lot of. Maybe、uh, English speakers, sorry, I should say, that want to enter international markets, and they think, oh, it's okay, I can just use a Google translated document. That's that's fine, and it's really not about that. You know, it's more about、um, the cultural things that are very specific to every country, and perhaps people don't think about that. But it's really the way. That's how you can connect people. Yeah, it, it's it's so cool, and you know, it kind of reminds me of a quote of when you speak to somebody in their first language,、mm. you speak to their heart, but when you speak to them in their second or third, you speak to their brain. Right,、and、right,、so、exactly.、Cool. You're you're really speaking to their hearts and, and kind of、yeah. connecting like that. Exactly, exactly. Jenny 在台中居住五年了，那近期开始以自由工作者 （freelance） 身份接翻译、文案撰写以及行销。那以前工作的时候有担任过商业开发，并且专门帮德国客户在中国发展，也有帮一些亚洲公司拓展到欧洲。那每个公司其实，在拓展的时候需求都不太一样。像如果欧洲的国家要到中国，可能是为了要购买比较便宜但品质高的东西，也有可能是想要卖他们自己的商品。所以真的蛮看情况的。It depends. 
那像以英文为母语的人想要打入国际市场的时候，其实很多时候会想说用 Google 翻译文件就好了。但其实很多时候他们不知道的是，因为不同国家都有不同的文化，有时候要靠一些细节才能真正让人家有共鸣。那其实有一个说法，就是如果你跟一个人用母语交谈，那便是跟他们谈心；但如果你是跟他们用第二、第三语言沟通，就会是跟他们大脑沟通。In the world now of being a freelancer, you know you're you've you've got to do everything on your own. So, can you take us through kind of like what's the process of being a freelancer? You know, any tips and advice you have for our audience of of any industry、uh, doing freelance work? So, I started out, I think, in July this year.、Um, it's been something that I've really wanted to do for a long time,、um, and probably we'll come back to that a little bit later. But Yeah, so finally I took the leap in July this year and started to go for it. So I don't know if I really feel qualified to give anybody tips at the moment. <laughs> but but、um, for me, it's about try not to get too caught up in all of the things I have to do because there are so many things. You know, when it's just you on your own, there's so many things. I think a really decent support network is good,、um, whether that's family or, and that's where I'm really lucky.、Um, Or just finding a support network on social media, or just people that really understand what you're what you're going through as a as a freelancer, because it's it's not easy actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you know you're saying it. You're doing everything now on your own.、Mm. You are your your biggest critic, your boss, your your support yeah, system. Exactly. You know? And I love that you're saying you know your families. You've got a great family here, and your friends, and so it's it's about a you know kind of that journey, that process of finding all those things. That's true. Fit. What was that process of? Now thinking, you know, hey, it's best if I do freelance work, and and what got you to that place? Yeah, it's been an interesting journey, actually.、Um, so I will rewind a little bit, <laughs> go back to kind of the start. So、um, I graduated from the UK、um, from a university in the UK,、um, and I studied international business and marketing. I always had a view that I wanted to come to Taiwan、um, and work. But、um, when I graduated, I didn't feel quite ready. I thought I wasn't quite in the area of expertise or like experience that I wanted to be in order to come to Taiwan. And so I ended up moving to Germany. And yeah, I did that, and I helped to run a consultancy company. So, like I say, I was helping、um, market entry and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, and it was really interesting. So, translation formed part of that, because <laughs> of course I'm I'm. Kind of the go-to person for different languages, you know. So、um, yeah, I was always approached for translation stuff and things like that. And yeah, because of that, I just I never really had it on my radar to go freelance in translation, but it just kind of always cropped up in my work. So after I left Germany, came to Taiwan and I started working at a medical company. And again, translation formed a huge part of that. Eventually, I just thought, hmm, I really enjoy this. Maybe I can try and go it alone. So、mm, yeah, it's so cool. And th- thinking kind of from the perspective of Translation, you know,、mm. are you doing multiple languages right now, or do you try to f- target, let's say, German or tar- target English, or now you're Mandarin? Like,、mm-hmm. what do you actually feel most comfortable translating in? So、uh, my expertise is German to English or Chinese to English,、um, and that's simplified or traditional because I've got exp- experience working with both. I can do、uh, English to German or Chinese to German, but it's not how I feel exactly comfortable. So I know I can produce better work if it's into my own native language. So、mm. it's fascinating too because I think of all the different languages that your mind is probably working in, and then so for a day to day. What are you speaking the most now in Taichung? I'm lucky enough to live in a bilingual household, <laughs> so my husband's local Taiwanese.、Um, so we speak Chinese and English together. Yeah, it just depends on how we feel. Does <laughs> it ever get confusing? Confusing?、Uh, no, I would say it gets more and more interesting. <laughs> love it. That's a、yeah. great way to flip that. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. 
。来宾其实一直想要当自由工作者很久了，于是，在今年的时候，他 took the leap， 勇于一试。但因为很近期才开始，所以他不确定自己够不够资格 qualified 给大家建议。但以他个人经验来说，他得确保自己不会被工作羁绊 caught up， 因为有太多事情要做了，尤其是当你是自己一个人。那另外，他也觉得需要有一个支持网络 （support network）， 也其实就是支持你的人，像是家人啊、朋友啊，或者是社群上的人，并且能够真正理解你正在经历的事情是很重要的。那来宾这个旅程得从他大学的时候开始说起。那他毕业于英国的大学，当时读的是国际行销。那他一直想要来台湾工作，但他当时觉得并没有准备好，而且也没有足够的专业知识 （expertise）。所以他后来就搬去了德国，并且在一个顾问公司上班，并且做一些市场进入策略 （market entry） 的东西。那当时只要跟翻译相关，他就是必找的人 （go to person）。那如果大家听到 go to， 可能第一个直觉是“嗯，去去哪里吗？”其实 go to 后面可以接名词，就代表着必定的意思，像是 go to song（ 我必听的歌），或是 my go to place（ 我必去的地方）。Thinking about your future,、yeah. though, you know, in 2023, what、mm-hmm. do you do you plan on? Yeah, 2022 was my、um, kind of launch year, the year I really just wanted to get going and launch. You know, I've sat around for too long thinking about doing this. You know, at least the past year, I've sat around thinking about how to do it and all my strategy and that kind of thing. Getting the confidence, you know, that was a big thing for me. So 2022 was launch, and then、um, 2023 is growth. You know, that's that's really how I would put it.、Mm, yeah. Any any growth tips or advice that you have for for anyone else thinking about kind of that that、uh, I'm scared, you know, building up that confidence. I would just say to reach out to people in your network that you have at the moment, even if it's just friends or people that you think. May not be、um, that able to help you. Actually, you never know. You know, some of my leads have really come from people that I I never thought would be able to to help me in this way. So, yeah. So that's that's that. Reach out to your own network.、Um, also, yeah. I'm I'm at the moment. I'm really loving LinkedIn. It's really given me a lot of yeah、that's、interesting leads. That's true. Yeah. You know? Exactly. And, and I'm just thinking about kind of the way the algorithm must have worked. Yeah. Because right. And I saw yeah your your post more and more, and I was like, oh, actually, I should reach out to you then too. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. The power of the algorithm. Yeah, the algorithm that I don't quite understand yet, but maybe I will at some point. <laughs> well, it seems to be—it seems to be working because、yeah. it, it's been giving you some good leads. Yeah, right. Well, I wish you nothing but success. Thank with, you so much. This journey and 2023, the year of growth. Yeah. Love it. 2022年对于来宾来说是一个刚启动的一年，因为他花了一年的时间在想策略跟培养一些自信，因为这对待他来说其实蛮重大的。那二零二三年就是他成长的一年。那来宾其实想要给对于在担心、害怕并且需要培养自信人的建议，就是要接触自己的人脉圈，即使是你觉得不可能对你有太大帮助的人，因为真的很难说。像他有一些销售线索 leads， 是他他从来没有想过能够帮助他人那里来的。那他目前其实蛮喜欢 LinkedIn， 因为给了他蛮多案子的。Well, do you think we could kind of Talk a little bit about your language journey、sure. and your your journey with Taiwan, and I'm sure so many people have so many questions about that. Yeah. <laughs> so where do we begin? Why don't we start with kind of your language learning journey? I mean, you grew up in the UK speaking English. That's correct. And then was German next for you? No, Chinese was next for me actually. So it's a, a little bit of an interesting story. So when I was much younger, so. 
longer ago than I'd like to admit. <laughs> it was actually the first time I came to Taiwan. So, <laughs> yeah, I was 11 years old when I first came to Taiwan. Really? Yeah, yeah. So, um, Taiwan was a place for me that was always on my radar. Like it was always mentioned around the house. My dad did a lot of business with, um, Asia in general. So he was in Japan, China, Singapore. Yeah, quite often, I would say. And Taiwan was also one of those places that he really was just in a lot. And I was always really fascinated, like, wow, what is this place? And how does it look? And, you know, you, you, at that age, I could just never really imagine it. But it was just kind of a household thing that, you know, Taiwan, you know, we, we heard about it and talked about it quite often. Um, and then because of that, when I was 11 years old, so my dad, I don't know, he had a friend. And they were in cahoots with each other somehow. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in cahoots. Yeah. Um, yeah, in, in cahoots with each other somehow. I'll say it again. <laughs> and <laughs> I eventually. I you're going to have to take over the host job. <laughs> yeah, right. And then, yeah, so um, yeah, they, they, well, my dad approached me and asked me if I would like to go to Taiwan. And I was just 11 years old. <laughs> Can we pause right there for yeah, a second? Sure. Because, yeah, it's so cool. So you came to Taiwan, mm. but was there a, a goal or a reason to come to Taiwan? Were you going to study Chinese here? What was or like a yeah. was it like a, a homestay you came to do here? I wouldn't say it was an official homestay. Um, I stayed with a family. And, of course, they were my, my dad's friends. So they, they, they were family friends. So, yeah, so I guess you could say it's a homestay, but it wasn't like a, uh, how can I put it, like a homestay in the traditional sense, I guess. Right, right. Cool. Yeah. So And so did you stay for a while? Yeah, no, I just stayed for two weeks, actually. Okay, yeah, okay. so I stayed one week in Taipei and then I stayed for a week in Taichung and yeah I just I just loved it yeah I think at the time I was I was only I was so young and it didn't really occur to me that it was such a huge thing and you know getting on a plane on my own and all that kind of thing you know it was daunting oh you went alone yeah. oh yeah I went alone yeah <laughs> did oh, I not mention that oh yeah so I thought you were like your dad was doing business so you went with him basically. no no that could have worked though yeah maybe I'll ask him one day why why that didn't work out yeah, that he's way like, he's like nah you, you go do it by yourself <laughs> yeah yeah I got on the, the plane by myself and it was it was um can't remember ever really feeling overwhelmed because I didn't really think about it too much I think it just I think that was because I didn't understand how far away it is right, <laughs> and exactly right. what it would take. <laughs> That's the beauty of doing some yeah. things when you're young like that, right? Yeah. You, you don't, the world hasn't hurt your, you know, you yeah, were still exactly. kind of like beautifully naive yeah, and, and yeah. pure in that way. Exactly. So cool. And so did that spark your interest then in, in Chinese and learning and understanding more of the language? It did, yeah. And the reason for that was because I came here and of course, um, we're talking like, 20 years ago you know and um the level of english wasn't actually that great here at that time so there was there were only a few people really a small number of people that i could actually talk to and even then it was very slowly you know there was nobody that could really understand me on my my level so i really at that point even so young i had to you know just just adapt to the the different culture and even though i was only here for two weeks there were so many people that really touched my life that i met and i just felt so sad that i didn't get to thank them properly you know i always wow. had that kind of heavy feeling like i'm so grateful but i can't tell you how grateful i am because a thank you isn't gonna do it you know because they can't understand you know how just how grateful i am you know so mm, that's beautiful <laughs> and so did you ever get to thank them in in mandarin no oh. i'm i hope there's some people that are listening <laughs> We're going to send know. it to them. We're going to find yeah, exactly. them. I love that. Yeah, wow. That's, yeah. What a beautiful story. The yeah. inspiration behind you learning Mandarin Chinese. Yeah. Wow. And so what was the process then like that? So did you go back to the UK and were doing just Chinese school in the UK? Uh, no, at that point, um, the seed had been planted, so to speak. So I was like, okay, I definitely do want to want to learn Chinese. And I'd picked up a couple of words, you know, while I was here, but nothing 
nothing major. It was only two weeks, you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I went back home to the UK. Of course, I had to start up with school and all of that. And yeah, at that point, there was no YouTube. There were no smartphones, you know. It was just so inaccessible. Right. And um, I think I got some books and I went to some classes, you know. But it was nothing like there is now, you know, with the, the schools and the, the courses that are really geared for that you know so I do remember spending a lot of time in my room <laughs> looking at different tones and understanding how to use them and things like that and, and characters and stuff like that so it sparked the interest at that point yeah so cool the the OG way of studying I love that yeah, it's like yeah. reading the books and trying to figure it out for yourself mm, yeah that's so true. so cool were you writing characters at that time too I tried. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> that that for me was the most peaceful. Oh yeah. Okay. I I was I really enjoyed that kind of encoding process mm. of writing characters, right? Seeing them and then speaking them as I was writing. And right. It was, it was so beautiful. So That's cool. True. So got a good foundation from that just with self-study. Yeah, with self-study. Yeah. So there was a lot I, f I found there was a lot I could do um, through self-study. It was for me, it was about practicing tones and stuff like that, because, of course, it is a lot different to to English. Um, but I couldn't really put together sentences and things like that. I knew words, you know, but not not much. So um, then when I was a little bit older um, before, uh, yeah, before I started university, I came back to Taiwan um went to Taichung and started to learn Chinese. Uh, yes. Connection yeah, right. <laughs> Very cool. Do you kind of remember any anything that helped you? Any tips and advice maybe you can share with our audience for any language, you know, maybe they're learning English or or you mm -hmm. did that with German and Chinese. What helped you really along the way? You know what helped me the most? Um listening. Really just listening, um, speaking as little, as little as I could um and listening as much as I could and not speaking in the sense of not thinking I know everything, mm. right? And just being really open to, to kind of learning new things and not questioning everything, I think. You know, I think a lot of people like get so caught up in grammar and caught up in all that stuff and ask why, why this, why that? Oh, it's not like that in English, you know, and make that comparison. And I think that's quite a dangerous thing to do because I think it can hinder the learning. So yeah, I just listened a lot and copied to what I heard, you know, picked up on the streets. <laughs> So, yeah. Love it. Yeah, that pe that parroting, right? Right, you know? exactly, you're just, exactly. You're just listening and, mm -hmm. and soaking it all in. And yeah. I love what you said there, too, about the concept of, of not questioning it, yeah. not asking why. And I yeah. think that was my early mistakes is I kept wanting to, like, understand more. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. that then slowed me down and, and it, exactly. it hurt my progress. Exactly. How did you have that insight to not question was that just actually just natural or, or now looking back you realize you just didn't do it I think looking back it comes from coming here at such a young age um and just kind of being a child at that point um and kind of just taking things as you know kids are just like sponges right they just kind of pick stuff up so I think probably um I made the connection in my mind I don't know but probably I made that connection and thought oh actually I should just soak it up you know and absorb it yeah so cool. <laughs> and then so thinking about your German, was that also a similar process? I mean, I think you, you told me off air, you moved to Germany. Mm -hmm. And then what sparked that whole revolution? <laughs> uh, like I said, so um, I graduated from university and I didn't feel as though I had the life experience I wanted to or the uh, professional experience I wanted to to come here to Taiwan. So I thought, okay, Germany, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah. And it was really easy to get to at that point. You know, I moved, I moved to Germany with no, no, I didn't need a visa and I didn't need any language skills or anything like that. So, but again, it was to show a sense of appreciation, you know, for, for the people that had helped me mm. get there. I took language classes, I think for two months and I started my job. Yeah. A few months after I got there. 
And that that was it. Yeah, again, it was just street jam. I just picked it up. <laughs> I just listened. It's so <clears throat> it's so cool. And so yeah, that, that just listening again, yeah. right? Just hearing all the natives, the locals hang out and speak, and just sponging it in as best yeah, you can. Yeah, exactly. I will add a slight um, caveat to that. There it is. It it is. It can be dangerous <laughs> because you can pick up things that are maybe not so. Mm. Yeah, you can pick up a lot of things, you know. But you can also pick up things that are incorrect. <laughs> a lot of incorrect, yeah, and yeah. maybe a lot of slang that you're yeah, not yeah, sure exactly. when it's appropriate, appropriate to use yeah, yeah. exactly I, I definitely was guilty of that yep. but I, I always <laughs> i always loved picking up like the the taiwanese street lingo not yeah, even the yeah. chinese i was like let me actually learn some like taiwanese slang <laughs> <laughs> it just hits differently doesn't it, it yeah. hits differently and when you drop it when yeah. you're in the streets people are like Whoa. <laughs> what are you doing white boy yeah. but then they're also like all right respect <laughs> <But> yeah <laughs> it's a fun one yeah. i love it and so thinking then kind of now bringing that full circle you've got right. all this awesome language and really beautiful inspirational reasons for kind of learning especially mandarin i love that mm. how are you applying that now to your work yeah i think of it more as market entry preparation so i help companies um that want to move into international markets um and i'm applying it into my work just by helping them uh, produce their marketing materials produce their um anything they need you know blog posts and websites stuff like that to help them to get into the western yeah. market yeah and so are you doing kind of a back and forth communication in the target language or, or you know let's say let's say i'm taiwanese and mm -hmm. i want to reach out to you yeah on LinkedIn. right sure can i do that all in chinese yes of course oh, yes sorry. yeah Guys, reach out, reach out. Yeah. And so you could do that with English, Chinese, yeah. German. Yeah. Anything else? No, actually, no. Incredible. American English? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> actually, very good distinction. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely needed. You yeah. Know. Although perhaps I should say, actually, yeah, because many people think because I'm British, I can't write internationally. And that's not the case. So yes. unless the client specifies, I'll always write in international American English. So. Got it. Yeah, yeah that, that, is a, that is a very big distinction. <laughs> yes, yeah, kind yeah. of understanding what might be more internationally accepted. Correct. Yeah. Very, very cool. Actually,来宾在十一岁的时候就有第一次来到台湾，而且他家中也很常听到台湾。主要是因为他爸爸跟亚洲有很多商业上的往来。那当时他爸有个朋友在台湾时，他居然就一口答应了。那来宾有提到，因为爸爸朋友的关系，所以他的确是住在爸爸朋友家中。但跟所谓正统的homestay是不太一样的。那homestay的意思就是为了要体验当地文化而跟当地的家庭住一段时间。但其实他只他只来两
他当然也没有正统的学习系统，所以其实很容易学错东西，也可能学一些比较口语化的说法。Jenny, well, it's it's a pleasure to have you on the show. It's so cool to hear a little bit of that story. And a question I'd love to end the show with、mm-hmm. is if you could go back and talk to a younger Jenny, maybe around the time you came to Taiwan when you were eleven、yeah. or so,、mm-hmm. would there be any advice you give yourself about language, business, freelancing, anything? I think it would be good to let myself know that nobody's above or below me. <laughs> you know,、um, <laughs> yes, yeah, drop that one. No, I spent a lot of time thinking that、um, or believing people that told me I couldn't、uh, reach my dreams,、um, couldn't fulfill what I wanted to do, and that kind of thing. And I think if I'd have had that mindset from an earlier age, then maybe I wouldn't have felt like I wasted so much time listening to to people that didn't really, yeah, promote my growth. You know, so、mm. there's that.、Um, Yeah, I think the second one as well is also that、um, other people's dreams are exactly that. They're other people's dreams. They're not my、Ooh. dreams. Yeah, so it's it's really easy to, for for people to kind of drag you into what they want to achieve. And maybe it's a personality thing, but for me, it was easy to always want to help and to give and to to work towards other people's dreams and put mine. Yeah, right. <laughs> and put mine on the you know a little bit lower down the priority list. So、um, I think yeah, if I were to go back and talk to a younger Jenny, it would be those two things. Yeah. Beautiful, very, very lovely. That that、mm. growth mindset,、right. yeah, and yeah. and making sure we prioritize ourselves. That's correct. And then、yeah. you can actually give more, you know, in the future. Who knows? That's true. 来宾会给年轻的自己的建议就是要记得，没有任何人是高于或低于自己的。因为来宾其实花了很长一段时间，相信那些跟他说他无法达成梦想的人。他觉得如果他早点有这样子的领悟，或许就不会浪费那么多时间阻止他自己的成长。那另一个他想要跟自己说的是，其他人的梦想终究是其他人的，可能是因为个性的关系，所以他会想要帮助别人达成梦想。但是其实他就会把自己的梦想放在优先顺序的最后。我觉得来宾说的真的很好，像我自己也秉持着，我不伤害别人为前提，只要自己开心就好了。我也会希望年轻人自己可以早点有这样的领悟，该有多好啊！那我们就谢谢今天的来宾 Jenny。Love it, Jenny. Well, where can people reach out to you? Maybe find some new work contacts. Where can they find any social media? Yeah, sure. So at the moment, like 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 I've said, so I'm really big on LinkedIn at the moment. <laughs> so you can find me there. So、uh, just search my name, Jenny J E N I surname Odley O D L E Y. Awesome, Jenny. Well, thank you so much for coming up to Taipei to join us. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah, we'll talk to you next time. Sure. All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening to the NG England show. Make sure you follow along with Jenny and along with us as we bring you as many beautiful guests here in Taiwan. Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye. Peace. <laughs> All right. Well, that is our NG England show for today. We hope everyone enjoyed listening to that. You can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram. YouTube and now Spotify. You can search "ng ingwen" or you can search on IG "ng English I C R T." And don't forget to tune in every Wednesday morning from six thirty to seven, and Wednesday night from nine to nine thirty. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye bye.